Welcome to Washoe Live, a podcast brought to you by the Communications Division here at Washoe County. I'm your co-host, Nancy Lewinhagen. And I'm Bethany Drysdale. So happy to be here. Um, Nancy, we talk about this a lot. You have no fear of the snow being a Midwesterner. Well, I okay. I wouldn't say no fear, but I'm just used to it. What I, what I realize is being from the Midwest out here, you obviously, like you, you grew up in California. You're not used to it. Not at all. So my... My remedy to this is I commute from Carson City, so I get behind a snowplow driver, and I stay there, and I just follow them the whole way in, and we're going like 10 miles an hour, I think, but I don't care. Everybody, and I'm in an SUV, and people are looking at me like I'm crazy, but I'm like, that's okay. I'm going to stay right here. Nothing can go wrong if I'm behind a snowplow driver. What, what I would say is you're one of those. I am one of those. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I am. Yeah, and, and I am the one person, just because of the way we were brought up to drive in the snow. And by the way, we didn't have all wheel drive back in the eighties in Illinois, uh, is to stay back. The, my pet peeve is when people ride me and mm-hmm. t- because guess what? I don't care how, you know, how fast you think you can slip. It happened today. It wasn't even snowy today on my way down. I have a big hill down, um, my neighborhood. Sure enough, there was a little bit of black ice, car on the side that had flipped off and here comes this big old truck. I'm like, dude, get off my back. I don't like, or it could have been a female by the way, or I don't know who, but that's my pet peeve is when people tail, tail you because you're, you're going to get in a wreck. Yes. But one thing we know here is we're going to get lots of snow. We just had a massive snowstorm, series of snowstorms. We're going to get more. It's only January. So I don't know if you're even supposed to follow the snow plows. I don't know exactly what you're supposed to do. So we're in luck today. We're joined by Pete Lang, a snowplow driver with Washoe County um, Community Services Department. And he's going to give us the 411 on what we should and shouldn't be doing and what they do in their job and how they make our streets safe. I'm so glad to have you today, Pete. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Do you have any, do you have any already? Should Bethany be following you guys when you're plowing, Pete? Sure. It's not a better place to be. We'll get you there safely. Hey, I but like that answer. <laughs> following distances are important, like you were talking about earlier. Yeah. Sometimes we have to stop. All right. So just be ready for that. Okay, I want to know a little bit about you. Before we start talking about what people should and shouldn't do, how long have you been with Washoe County? About nine years now. Really? That, that's a while. It's not as long as some, but it's, it's been a good nine years. And tell us uh, what you do in the summer and then what you do in the winter. Uh, road maintenance. Uh, all times of the year, we're trying to make sure you guys get where you're going safely. Love Whether it. that's the summer or the winter, our job envelops all of that. Whether and you know, let's remind people, because <clears throat> not everyone knows, 6,000 square miles in Washoe County. Yeah, about 1,100 lane miles wow. to take care of. And I've heard that there, once you've put in some time down here in the valley, then you can um, plow up an incline and you can work in different areas. Do you kind of, do you have a specialty in road maintenance? Is there even such a thing? I don't even know. Uh, no, we're jacks of all <laughs> trades, basically. We, we do it all. We cover it all. You're a good person to know. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, the incline guys, uh, I've passed on that. It's a whole different beast up there. It's a lot of snow up there as far as snow removal. Right. They, they deal with the big, heavy snow. There's probably six, seven feet sitting on the ground up there right now. 
Oh, wow. wow. And it's so. been sunny and, and gorgeous the last couple of days. So, um, yes. yeah, that figures. Yeah. Uh, so these are massive pieces of equipment. Is there specialized training that you have to go through? Is this a CDL, specialized license? Sure, you need a CDL to drive the vehicle itself. Okay. Um, as far as plowing snow, there's not a lot of specialized training. The first thing you learn is don't hit anything with your plow. <laughs> After that, it's application of techniques and just learning to become proficient at moving the snow around. I think it's just slightly yeah. intimidating, too. Just, I mean, it's a big, big piece of equipment. There's a lot of snow here. It can be. Yeah. yeah. So talk about those techniques, because it's not just driving and pushing the snow out of the way. There is a technique to it. There is. Um, a lot of uh, learning where the snow goes. Because the snow doesn't just disappear. You're You're not removing it. You're just managing where it's sitting at the time, so push everything to the right, and then it it always ends up somewhere. And uh, Is it, uh, people always talk about the dreaded berms. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I think, number one, they happen. We've been joking about hashtag berms happen, because they, they do, they happen. Sure, yes, death, taxes, and berms, <laughs> you know. Um, that's the quote of the day, Pete, yeah. by the way. Death, taxes, and <laughs> berms. But p- please keep yeah. going. Well, because, again, we don't, we don't remove snow. We move the snow. It's got to go somewhere. So, uh, you know, you start at the middle and push it to the right. And um, that's just kind of how it goes. Uh, and should people, if, like, get out and, like, as soon as you guys come, as soon as quickly as possible, right? Should you, by that night, if you've come and you've plowed your street, should you get rid of the berm quickly? Yeah, if we've been there, then, yeah, by all means, you can clear it out, and it's probably not coming back. And but, with um, the, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. And it's, so the berms happen, hashtags berms happen. Um, we can't, we can manage it. We can't eliminate it. There's different conditions. Um, one of the biggest, so we do have the capability of clearing a driveway. We can put a berm, and we can stop and clear it. But then a couple things with that is we move that snow down. Now it becomes your neighbor's problem. You, <laughs> you double his berm right. or you kick it to their side and it becomes the guy across the street comes their problem. Um, so there's that. So, and, uh, and then there's the fact, like we discussed, we have 1,100 lane miles. And so if we worry about every driveway, we're, we're not going to get anything done. So berms happen, but we're not callously ripping down the road laughing as we, <laughs> as we berm you in. Right. You know, it's, um, it's, it's the nature of the beast. And, and the biggest question comes when, and we do have a where's my plow, when are you going to get to my street? So if, if people understand, if we were clearing, if, if you weren't able to allow for berms, you'd never get to the streets. Correct. Yeah, we wouldn't. Okay. And there are there are priority lists. The streets are broken down. They can all be found at the county website if anybody has questions. Yeah. Um, everybody likes to call and say, like, our street hasn't been done, and turns out they're a number three priority. And sometimes we don't get to those for a day or two after a big storm. It, it takes a while to get there. It takes a long time just to get the priority roads open and moving. And that's important. We need safety routes. We need ambulances Correct. to get where routes, they need to go. Correct. They're bus routes, emergency routes, yeah. uh, public transportation routes, sure. stuff, stuff. So like last time I shoveled, I don't love shoveling, <laughs> but I noticed a real difference in the last couple of storms. The first dumping of snow was really heavy, really wet. It was a huge workout just to try to clear my um, sidewalk. And then the next storm actually was way easier. The, the snow was a little lighter. And that would affect plowing too, right? Yes. Yes, it does. Um, that wet, heavy snow is where we get a lot of berming involved because it just stacks. 
stacks and stacks against the plow, and then it pushes off the side, and it'll leave what we call boulders, just big, wet, compressed, like like slush, yeah. slushy, icy stuff, and it comes out the side. The light stuff is easier to kind of, it kind of dissipates a little easier, has less moisture in it, and um, it's not as big of a problem. What's, but, what's one thing that drivers do? And I don't want to say, you know, I, I don't think some... Not all are intentional, but what what's something that drivers do that you wish residents uh, would know as they're approaching a snowplow? Is there some advice we can give? We back up a lot, especially at intersections. Um, we can't stop very fast at all. We the trucks are extremely heavy by themselves, and then we're loaded with equipment and then salt and sand on top of that. And um, so we deal with a lot of people that they see us coming, and they'll either they'll freeze up like a deer in the headlights. Or they'll just go for it, you know, as far as crossing our path or um, trying to beat us to a turn. You know, we, we see a lot of that. And that's uh, one of the most frustrating things about plowing snow. See, if everybody drove like me and just stayed <clears throat> behind you guys, <laughs> there'd be no problem. <laughs> that is true. I, I never thought about that uh, from behind. But as you're going around, sure, because you don't want to plow into someone. You're plowing, but you don't want to plow into someone. Right. Um and again, it happens while you're driving also. And when you're uh, in a two-lane road and you have oncoming traffic, they'll just freeze. They, they don't want to move over. They don't want to slow down. They, ju- they just stay right there. And so it becomes our – we have to avoid them. And we should mention, we're talking about unincorporated Washoe County, not NDOT, not the highways, not city of Reno. And so um, I would imagine it's different experience on different widths of road and um, highway and traffic. Yeah, the different agencies have different policies on how they approach um, plowing and clearing snow. Sure. Um, yeah, but the job itself is all the same. Move the snow. We're trying to clear the road for the public to get to work. Is it fun? Do you have music cranked up in there? And it is it can a fun be. job? It can be a lot of fun. Um, this last storm we had, it was great. We had a lot of snow. Um, and that's that's when you really like it, when your plow fills up with snow and <laughs> and you're leaving big berms on the side. <laughs> it's uh, it's action-packed. And it's a lot of fun. Um, when you get a dusting, it's more you're not plowing, you're really sanding. Mm-hmm. Um, you're improving the traction on the road. It's stop signs, hills, turns, just trying to improve the condition of the road rather than actually moving snow. Yeah, and I, I like <clears throat> that you brought that up, Pete, because we should mention that the snow response here at the Washington County at all uh, roads departments, it doesn't begin after the snow falls. No. You do a lot of prep before the storm arrives. So tell us a little bit about that. So we, we know it's like Jaws. We know it's coming. What are you guys doing as we're watching? We, uh, we stage materials and equipment uh, throughout the, the county, different satellite yards, if you will, where we stockpile our salt and sand. And at that same location, there's also equipment to load your truck. Um, and then there's also prep work ahead of time. Those priority one routes we were talking about, we try and brine them with a saltwater solution. It's applied prior to a storm, and that gets put down, and that, that helps and minimizes the, the snowpack that accumulates on the snow, that a real hard surface between the asphalt and your tires. Brining ahead of time makes removing that pack a lot easier. Yeah. It doesn't stick as firmly and really helps in the efforts to do snow and ice control. 
And we got a lot of questions in this last, the New Year's Day storm, um, <clears throat> why we didn't brine ahead of time. But it was supposed to be rain, that storm. That was a rainstorm that came in as snow. And yeah. so you can't brine in rain, right? You, no. The answer is no. Um, you can, but it washes away. Right. So the type of weather coming has a lot to do and dictates the uh, response prior to a storm. If it's going to be a mix of rain and snow, then, Brian, it doesn't work. We can do it, but it's going to wash away, and it's going to be ineffective and and take help from other efforts. When uh, storms <clears throat> come in one after another or we get a really heavy snowfall, um, I would, would imagine it's hard to see things in the snow. Um, do you have any advice for um, people trying to protect their uh, mailboxes or their cars? Do they need to get their cars off the road and out of your way? It helps. I don't believe we have snow routes and no parking zones for plows like some places across the country have. Um, but no, we'll we'll work around it. If your car is there in the street, we'll obviously go around <laughs> it, but it might be a little berm. Right. You know, around. But it, so common sense uh, wins here. If, if it's going to snow and you can put your car in the driveway, then put it in the driveway. I have a question. Where did you grow up? Here. Born and raised. So you're used to this. I am. Uh, berms don't bother me a bit. They kind of come with the region we live in. And, uh, yeah, I love driving in the snow. It gets frustrating every year. The The first snowstorm, it's resets everybody. Everybody's forgotten how to drive in the snow, and it's like day one. And then a couple weeks into it, everybody seems to be doing a lot better. Well, instead of hearing our advice, I'd like your advice because you drive – heavy equipment, but now you're in your car, Pete, you're going to work. What is your advice for uh, Northern Nevada residents or visitors? California transplants. California transplants. <laughs> My, myself, I'm t- or, speaking to myself here. Or transplants in general, like <laughs> myself. What's your advice? Drive within your skill level. Know your vehicle's capabilities, what it can and can't do. Four-wheel drive only does so much. It helps you move forward, and that's it. It doesn't help you stop. doesn't help you turn. Um and just take it slow. Stay in the number two lane and leave with enough time to get you there safely and drive drive within your abilities. And when the crews are out removing snow, give them their space. Yeah. Okay. And because you're in the hot seat, we've got to ask, is there sure. any memorable experience that you've had or a moment where you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to hit that car or any um, stories from your Tales from the road. One in particular, I was clearing an intersection in Cold Springs at Crystal Canyon and White Lake Parkway. And where Crystal Canyon comes in, it's a it's a hill with a curve on it. So they're coming down off the hill. They make a long right-hand turn, and they descend down to White Lake Parkway. And I had just finished clearing that intersection, and I was positioned to go up the hill and continue down the road and just before I started moving, I see these headlights come and this white Cadillac car come flying around the corner and uh, they're going really fast for the conditions. But they had it under control until they saw me at the bottom of the hill and then they panicked and um, they, they lost control oh, no. and they did everything right. They accelerated out of the turn. Again, this is a sharp right turn going down a hill and it was like out of the movies. They saw me. They got sideways, and she accelerated and steered in the direction she wanted to go and almost pulled it off. It was it was really cool. I just sat there and watched the whole thing, and 
she slid down the hill and came up to my truck and just kissed the corner of my plow with the rear of her Cadillac. And it, it ripped her whole oh. rear end off of her. And she barely touched it, just oh. barely clipped it. She was an inch away from pulling it off. It would have been the coolest maneuver you, <laughs> you've ever seen. But interesting so, to say, barely touched it and barely touched huge it. damage to her car. Yeah. Yeah. It took the whole rear rear bumper off of it. Left it sitting right there. I think plow versus any car, the plow is going to win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I just, I kind of sat there and just watched how this was going to play out. I wasn't really in any danger and, right. you know, a little more worried about her. But, uh, yeah, that's it. So then we had to sit there for a while. I, I called my boss and he says, you have to sit and wait for the cops. I said, okay. And then a couple hours had gone by by that point. And they're overwhelmed with their own stuff. And this was just one more, ultimately, a fender bender. Sure. And um, they never showed. So so we both went our separate ways and exchanged info, Mm -hmm. went our separate ways. And I I don't know how it got resolved. But the whole thing was really cool. And and she almost pulled it off. It was was really cool. Um, She really was a good... A good driver. She was probably driving too fast. Had I not been there, it would have been a different story. Sure. But uh, it was yeah. really cool to see. I well, bet she tells that story, too. Yeah, I, 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 This sure. one time that I was yeah. driving down the hill, Yes, <laughs> I almost pulled it off. And I, well, I have another question before we let Pete go. What's your favorite part about what you do for Washoe County? As you plow in the streets in the winter and then the summer, you're working on our roads. Uh, probably just help in the community. I have kids that commute to school. My mom commutes to work. Um, friends, just making making a difference, I guess. Clear in the road. It's it's fun to get up early in the wee hours and go fire up your truck and load up and put on some good tunes and go clear the road. What's your favorite tune when you're driving? Like genre? Could be anything. It's a lot of podcasting actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, good. Okay. So. Put this one on. Yeah. All right. Good. Well, we can't top that. I would love to remind um, residents, but you just did it perfectly. People that are working on our roads and are in the snow plows, they're our friends and neighbors. Give, give them a wave. Do you do you see those waves when people are waving at you? And Yeah. Does it matter? Yeah. And the kids. Oh. They, we drive by and they, they give the, the international yeah. horns, you know, and I give it to them every time. Oh, love I every love time. that. Well, thank you, Pete, for joining us. This is really Bet. fun Thanks to talk to you. Me. Uh, so thank you so much, and thank you for what you do for us, by the way. Bet, You're making a big life, a big difference in all of our lives here in northern, northern Nevada, and that's what Washoe Life is all about. Thank you for joining us. Till next time. See you then.